Yeah. They go. Yeah. All right. Should we just just go? Just let it rip, bud. Just, <laughs> just go. Welcome to another episode of Midwest Flyways Uncensored. Tonight we have me, the one and only Cal Ness, Joey Vassal, <laughs> and we have a special guest here tonight. Joey, introduce him. He's my dad. His name is Matt Rustad. <laughs> What's up, that Matt? Son, not much. What's going on? Dude, so let me just go over your qualifications to be in the hunting Uh-oh. industry. Here. This is we scary. have this is scary. Call painter and tuner of CNS calls. Big time. Pro Big Mike's Mike Stelzer guy. Stelzer? Stelzer. Stelzner. Stelzner. Stelz. I just know him as Stelz. Then we've got the hunting manager of Eden Prairie Shields. Shields, baby. Yep. And then we have commercial guy for Shields. Yeah, that's what everyone's going to know you from soon, dude. Halftime. First game of the year at Chiefs, baby. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) No. That's big time, bro. That's big time, dude. It is pretty big. Congrats. Matt, do do you remember how you and I even met? No, I don't. Because I don't. <laughs> no, I feel like I've known you for like five, six years, How right? How was it? I don't even know. Maybe like Burlington? Could be. Oh. Did you go to Burlington with maybe Nick and Joe back in the day? Oh, yeah. I wrote, maybe I, Molt Gear even? No, I wasn't with Molt you Gear. Went, you went with Nick and Joe. I went with Nick. That was the first time I met Joe Hines. Is going up to Burlington, and then I rode up with him. Nick Johnson. I bet it was. Lucas Adamski. I bet it was. You think it was Burlington? I do think it was. Like that's bowling, before you. Probably at Burlington. <laughs> or the go-karts. Like, Dude, that's it was the go-karts. Oh, yeah. The go-karts. It was the go-karts for sure at Burlington. Oh, my God. Amazing. And then we've just been like random buddies, and then you introduced me to group chat on Snapchat. Oh, which no. that news. Which that group chat has had many names that we probably shouldn't say on the podcast. For like the last like six years. <laughs> Dude. I have left the group. Eight times, <laughs> and all of you keep adding me back to it. You can't leave. Dude, that group chat is the greatest distractor of Joey's life. No, it's, it's freaking annoying is what it it's is. It's literally been around since I think I left for college. So, what, five, six years? Dude. <laughs> so, what is it like now being being a famous hunter? Oh, you know, it's a pretty big deal. No, I'm just kidding. Not a whole lot. Same old me. Same old you? Same well, old yeah. me. But you're a Minnesota resident again. Uh. Yeah, so Minnesota resident means you go duck hunting and shoot uh, two henwood ducks for a morning. <laughs> <laughs> Not henwood ducks, uh, hen hoodenbergansers was a hey, two days ago. There you go. The beautiful a, That's a good day, dude. Oh, it was. You know, it was beautiful. Pass shot two hen hoodies. And <laughs> Hell yeah. We were ready to rip. Right on, baby. Right back in MN. Oh, man. oh my God. Dude, was that like the greatest introduction back to Minnesota hunting for you? I'm going to pass shoot two, <laughs> two hen hoodies. No, actually, that's not actually how the introduction went. The first day I went, I took my uh, nephew on on youth day duck hunting, and we saw like seven wood ducks. And I was like, oh. wow, this is when, I, like, I sat there, like, at the lake. And it was a lake I grew up at. Like, I'm used to hunting it. Wait, what's the, what's the name of that? Chub Lake, the goat. No, no. <laughs> it's at Chub Lake. No, what's the Lake Marion, dude? Oh, yeah, it's at Lake Marion. <laughs> lake Marion's a hot spot. No. Seven wood ducks. So I'm sitting there like at first light, like kind of hopeful. Like, I don't know. I lived in South Dakota last. I honestly like never even hunted back here. And I'm like, okay, well, it's shooting time. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen a duck yet. Like one flies by us like 10 minutes later. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then like, <laughs> then like a flock of six flew by and Trenton pulls up and shoots one. I was like, okay, okay. And then 
nothing else the whole day. Oh, not even like a goose. Dude. But I bet he had fun though. Oh, it was good. He had a good. It was first duck, so that was cool. Is it was that was Is it that like uh, that chubby kid that's always on your Snapchat? Chubby kid? No, no, the kid with the really fat cheeks. No, he's just got that chipmunk. No, face. this is different. Uh, it's been since your step stepson, I guess. But oh, okay. No, I he's been you. fun. I've taken him out a few times since yeah. then. He's the one who's always throwing up gang signs on your on your Snapchat to the rap to the rap songs. Oh, probably. He that's actually like, finished his hunter safety that morning in the parking lot. Of the nice. <laughs> Ah, perfect like, i actually don't have like my hunter safety and i'm like what do you mean oh good <laughs> oh good it's like half the people i hunt with <laughs> so dude. perfect literally yeah. can't make it up dude yeah half the people would take out get that provisional license he had like he had like the last or what was it like the last module left so i mean i sat in the parking lot until he was done with it and he took his test in the parking lot bought his small game license because that's the last part you can't buy right and then we were off in the lake so dude <laughs> you can't make it up. I was like, no. dude, I'm not taking out unless you get it. Like, come on, dude. Oh my god. He How got old it, is man. He? he put in the work. Sixteen? Seventeen. Seventeen. Is he allowed to be on the youth hunt? Yeah, I think seventeen last stage. Right? I thought it was so. sixteen. <laughs> 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 I, 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 I looked at it. We can edit it out. I, I looked at it like a bunch, I'm pretty sure. I'm not gonna edit that out. Okay. Just leaving it. So anyway, perfect if it isn't. Um the way that I knew you as was a comp competition duck caller yep. for Main Street and meat, but like your main shtick, you've gone to Worlds how many times? Three now. Three now. Yep. And when was your first time going to Worlds? Uh, what was that? Three years ago. Well, three years yeah, ago? three. There's no Worlds this year, so three years. It's pretty cool. It's fun. It's crap well, my pants. That's so for sure. what? You were twenty. Your first time going out there. Uh, I was probably nineteen then. I think. 19, yeah, neither nineteen or twenty. Probably the youngest guy there for sure. I think I was nineteen. What Jeez. got you into competition calling? Honest, Working I went to the shop. No, I went to Cabela's one day. I, I did contest calling. I've done it for what seven, eight years now. Really? Yeah. Um, I went to Cabela's one time to go buy a duck call, and Mike Anderson was there. And uh, literally, we get there, and I'm looking at the calls. Like I, I was obsessed with calls. Like I used to buy yeah. a yeah. trade up everywhere. That was like what I did. But we went there, and Mike Anderson was there, and he was standing by the call case. World champion Mike Anderson from Minnesota, and uh, he was—I had no idea who he was, but he was talking to me, and he's like, "You're you're pretty good in that duck call. You ever tried competitions before?" I'm like, "No, I have no idea what that is, really." So he he like wrote down a piece of paper, like the link to his YouTube video of him winning worlds, and I literally sure. watched that thing. I bet you I've watched it a thousand times. And then ever since then, I got into it a little bit, and then Ben Marlowe took me under his wing back when they had. I love uh, that dude. I want to get him on the podcast, man. He's a funny ass dude. Oh, just bad news. <laughs> Anymore, he's bad news. It was better when I was 15 around him. Now it's just bad news. No. But uh, yeah, he got me into it. And uh, he, like, I'd send him sound files. And I used to actually post. Do you guys remember uh, remember Minnesota Waterfallers or duckhuntingchat.com? Were you guys around for that at all? Uh, I was yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've seen all the duckhuntingchat.com. So stuff, yeah, yeah, duck hunting chat. That was like before Facebook. That was it, man. So I used to go on there. I wish I had the videos. We'd post reviews, my neighbor and I, on these calls, and we would just get absolutely axe murdered, <laughs> like axe murdered. People would like just completely destroy us on there, like you're a piece of crap. Well, well, you suck. Well, well, all the stuff, and we were just like, we would kind of like, we were like, eventually we start making them as like a mocking people, like we'd start joking in them, like, right, yeah. I'd be like looking over, like, oh, I didn't see you there. Check out this Dude. call, like brutal, brutally bad. <laughs> Amazing. Then, and then uh, Ben Merlot took me under his wing and. Everyone was a dick to me, but he was super nice. And I sent him videos and stuff, and uh, he, I, he'd send me feedback, and it worked out really good. Yeah. Well, and you've been guiding. You started guiding with Nick Syme, right, at what, 14? The goat also. 
what you started literally i was 14 i remember the first time my dad dropped me off at his house he actually took me like duck hunting but yeah no he I, he dropped me off at his house i think he lived in waconia yeah yeah because i've ran into him on a certain like several times and i'm like fuck you dude yeah dude he literally lives in waconia and uh, he dropped me off there and i was like scared crapless i slept a night there and then we uh we went duck hunting the next morning or goose hunting the next morning and helped him out a little bit and then kind of went from there so i think i took my first group of guys out when i was 16 years old i think wait on your own i think so so did you (laughs) dude i think so it went really good i think did uh, you reach out to nick or did he reach out to you he took me on a my dad we went he booked you a guided hunt yeah so we we went on a guided hunt and like literally i don't know i was good at duck calling i was pretty good at goose calling compared to anybody yeah and right. i just loved it so that's all i did i'd message him all the time like the first year i kept asking like i wanted like help like i wanted to be a guide like i kept i i probably hounded the piss out of him right yeah and eventually he's like yeah come help and then came my buddy when I mean, we were like literally best friends i talked to him every day for like ever <laughs> yeah like i can't even imagine how many thousand text messages we have with each other so for sure that's but, sick dude yeah like 16 i remember the first time i think i, I don't think any of the geese showed up and we didn't shoot a goose, but people were happy and it was fun. Yeah. Had a couple of good hunts that year. I didn't, I didn't guide myself a lot at that age. It was like one weird thing where Nick couldn't be there. The first, he was there the first day, but couldn't be there the second day. And then, uh, so I went with the guys, but you just ended up taking him out. Yeah. Well, you got dropped off to take him out. Well, I could drive then. <laughs> so easy. Dude, I love that though, man. Like that's some serious passion where like you start guiding at such a young age, man. Right. That's dope. Well, the cool thing is, I think like every time we hear, we talk to like dudes that are in the hunting industry. Yeah, person. hundreds, dude. Talk to hundreds of dudes. <laughs> well, no, like industry. you think about like Nick Johnson's story. You think about Joe Hines. Like everybody's story is like, yeah. Then this older guy like took me under his wing and like let me start helping him. Or I mean, pretty much. You know it's I mean? about how it was. I right. Mean, I was what? I don't know. Twelve years younger than him. Fifteen years younger. I remember I had this the big old green suburban. He like oh, put like yeah. it was like gas was like four dollars a gallon like it's gonna be soon <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he literally it was like a hundred twenty dollars to fill my tank of gas that lasted like a hundred miles yeah at nineteen ninety five four Suburban. miles a gallon I like, I just remember that like like that was a lot of money you know mm-hmm. so oh, still yeah. a lot of money right now literally yeah he was he was awesome though to me yeah that's taught awesome. me a lot that's cool uh, the only way that I knew him was running into him at a launch and I guarantee you he doesn't remember remember me because it was just like hey, we're going to hunt these two points and you're not going to be out there. There's nowhere else on the lake to hunt. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was exactly just scared. How I was just scared, man. He but was at probably the same sitting time, his truck backed up to the boat launch. Yeah. Was, he, his, but, was his truck yes. backed up to the boat oh, launch? Oh, yeah. That's when I got there. It, baby. And he got out of his truck as fast as he could. He's like, hey. But was he a foot and a half shorter than me? Yes. <laughs> Dude. But Nick, he I love you if you're listening. He was just... <laughs> You know, and Nick Time's not a bad guy, but I didn't know who he was until I started blowing Mulkier because yeah. he was the only one posting on Mulkier fan page or whatever, just selling calls, just slinging mm-hmm. calls, just saucing them out like crazy. Saucing that alike. Oh, yeah, just saucing that alike. Yeah. We started that together, you know that? The Mulkier fan page? Well, he started the Mulkier fan page. I have, We both had a bunch of pages. <laughs> I had, like, the follow call trader that I – I mean, it still is going, like, 15,000 members, a couple of other ones, and then he made that. But we, like, started selling Mulkier calls together right away. Mm. So. No, I, I remember you being one of the biggest Facebook trolls. Oh, man. Of all time. And it was so fucking annoying, dude. <laughs> because then I knew who you were, and I liked you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, Matt, I'll add him on Facebook. And then it's just like – Hey, 
what's a duck? And I'm like, dude, <laughs> stop this. The first year I went to school, we put the, that, uh, that neck, that neck there. That was a tarsal van that said captain, a team douchebag on it. That Stell's made. <laughs> and, uh, we put it on a teal's neck and then we dude. put a, we put a clip on pigeon band around the leg of it so it was a green pigeon man like a clip-on and then oh. we posted it on facebook and held it out like anyone ever seen anything like this and i got like <laughs> a thousand likes on on uh Min- on uh what's the big page called minnesota water followers or something no the big one hardcore water hardcore water followers that's amazing. the place to be <laughs> amazing <laughs> dude you pissed me off for like a year and a half i was like why did i add this guy on fucking facebook it's so annoying oh man it was you, too fun tyler lewick Jaden Brady, Brady Leahy, Brady Leahy's uh, <laughs> literally, dude. he still does it. Yeah, oh yeah, I, I quit it's that like so four years bad. ago, and it still makes me just smile. And he just does it. It's like, oh, oh man. four years ago, Matt, it was like two, three, don't, don't. <laughs> three. It was when I started working at Shield. I quit all that. Oh my god, thank God. Yeah. And then he matured just a little bit, and now he's on TV. <laughs> Look at that. Oh yeah, man. he's one of the most serious hunters in America. Yeah. Serious. You got to use the shields blind. You got to use the calls you buy from shields. True, dude. True. 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 Yeah, he's gonna ride that one. No, too. big owls, baby. I'm fucking pumped that. No, fuck big owls. I'm pumped what? that you're on here, though, man. I haven't seen you in what months? It's been a long time since I've seen you. Probably our last less- pigeon hunt. You think? No, I, no I've shields. ran into Shields a couple times. I got to talk for a second. He comes right, into the Shields. Shield. The only person, I'm not kidding. So this, this is, is after so we bad. open. This is so bad. The only person in a month that since we've been open at Shields, I see without a mask on, Joey. He walks in there. <laughs> Classic. I, I didn't really notice it right away, but they someone calls me and says, your dad is here. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. I'm like that's kind of weird. Like my dad doesn't come to Shields a lot. So Dude, that's hold on. Right, I, ever. I, I found an employee and I'm like, <laughs> hey, is Matt Rustad working? And they go, yeah. I was like, can you call him over the intercom and tell him that his dad is here? And he laughs and he's like, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> so I come out there and I see Joey. I'm like, oh my gosh. Whatever. And then he's maskless. No. Yeah. So we're walking over. He, he, you need something for your dog, a like dog bed or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So I walk over there and I'm like, you don't have a mask on. He's like, I know. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, like literally no, every single person had a mask on. He's like, he's like, I just tell him I can't. I was like, oh my gosh, Dude. of course. Next time he comes in, he what did the mask he comes in with a mask on that's a white mask that this is hundred percent useless or something? No, no, I said this is one hundred percent bullshit. Yeah, something this written on his mask in a sharpie. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. No, what I what I had on there was ninety nine percent survival rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wrote on my freaking white mask. With a sharpie, like a t shirt mask. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Killing the game, and then I'm dude. sitting there talking to this guy. Is like, oh my gosh, yeah. Everybody's like, oh god, Matt's friends with these type of people. <sighs> Matt's friends with worse people than oh, me. Oh yeah, I'm sure. With way worse than me, oh, man. Yeah. It always seems to be my buddies that come in and they don't have a mask on. Well, that was the first time you went in. One of the guys got mad at you for not having a mask on. Well, yeah. Well, I had broken a pair of Costa sunglasses, and I came in and I'm like, hey, I couldn't fit. Like, I bought the the sunglasses from a like a a gun show I bought them from Ben Merlot. Yeah. And they're like, Hey, do you have your warranty number? And I'm like, no, they're like, do you have your receipt? I was like, no, I bought it at a gun show. And they're like, well, you're shit out of luck. So I was like, well, I'll go into shields and see if they can't put in the warranty fix for me. And the dude's talking to me for like 10 minutes. And then he's like, wait a second, where's your mask? And I was like, I can't, I can't wear one. And he's like, well, no associate will talk to you. I was like, you've been talking to me for 10 minutes. (laughs) He's like, well, oh, sir, I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. I was like, all right. That's all right. What do you do? No, I don't. 
I mean, that was like at the very beginning of COVID. Right? What are you, what oh, are you doing? It was at the very beginning of COVID. Yeah, it was just it was just so funny, and then it was just the like the one person I've seen without a mask on. <laughs> it's oh my always God. my buddies that always yeah. have to embarrass me. Amazing. Well, I'm actually your dad, but yeah, true. Son. Son. Where did that? Where did we start that tangent? Son. No, dude. <laughs> oh no, no. Where did we start? How did that like get brought up? I, I, I don't. I, I don't. I go know. on tangents. It's not oh, good. Where did yeah, we start? Son. Son. Um. Okay. So hey, then, you you moved back to Minnesota now. Yep. And you were living in South Dakota. Yep. Lived in. Uh, well, went to school in Brookings for a year. On then, God's uh, country. True. I miss it. Then I lived in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, the last three, three something like that. Yeah, I went to school for five years. Yeah, three. So worked at Shields full time. Went to school full time. Drove up twice a week, an hour to go to classes. Hunted the rest of the days. Kind of how it wow. was usually. It's amazing. It's fun. Miss it. Yeah, yeah. So you like living here now, or n- uh, no, not really. Not. <laughs> Why you don't like Tim? Why, Walls? dude? Um, the only thing I like is my family's here, and that's uh, kind of about it so far. Sure. <laughs> that's cool though that's a big no bonus works good works good but would you say the hunting's better here or uh, i would Dakota? say you know slightly better here the push of mallards that have come in is just kind of <laughs> it's getting kind of annoying now yeah you know, it's too many sick of shooting green beans yeah it's too many dude yeah we have way too many birds here yeah it's getting kind of old well, i'm getting kind of sick of getting permission on everything too like everything i ask on there's just <laughs> no one around like right. no one's scouting at all either you know yeah Oh That's because everyone's been getting turned down. <laughs> if for the people who don't know, that is the most sarcasm. Yeah, for sure. On the planet. Everyone and their mom scouting. That's because you can only get permission on like one ever one out of every hundred fields. I'm kind of used to that, but yeah, at least that hundred field you find is good. Not like That's true. Now like there's ten two, birds in it and you're just hoping there's a few more coming. <laughs> two henwood or two hen hooder maganders in it. Oh my <laughs> like, god, oh, let's go. Let's fucking learn. Let's go, dude. Lawn call your darts. buddies, calling all your buddies. Dude, got a field loaded. Send him a Snapchat. Oh Two God. hens in here. Dude, yeah. no. Um, I don't know if you know this about Rustad, Cal, and everyone listening to the podcast, but Rustad is literally the pigeon-killing king. It's true. That's what I've heard. Dude, how many pigeons do you think you've shot? I don't know. I've shot a ton. I don't hunt them a no, lot like, like I used to. Just give it a number, dude. I don't know. 20,000? 20, 20,000? Maybe more. I don't know. Something like, I don't know. I'd say, yeah, I'd say pretty good. 20,000. And then how many pigeon bands have you shot? Or how many pigeon bands have you seen fall? I should say. I'd say over, I don't know, 100 some. I think I have 50 on my lanyard. I was going to say you have 50 on your lanyard, dude. It's like, like you like started that. color coordinating dude. your <laughs> lanyard with pigeon bands. Skittles, oh baby. Dude, <laughs> so ridiculous. So ridiculous. What are you were like 12 years old going out and starting to shoot pigeons and freaking No, not at all. South Metro. I Minnesota. learned from Nick Syme. He took me out the first time, actually. That's how it all went down with really? that. Really? Yep. He took me out in the summertime and I woke up. I'm like, I'm not going pigeon. This is stupid. Just like <laughs> anyone else, you know, you wake up and you had a field, uh, like West Metro, Minnesota, like anyone else. <laughs> like everybody else, I should say. Yeah. And uh, we went out there, we shot like 30, and I just thought it was the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. So just set out to do it and then we it was just, I mean, it like I just got so obsessed with it because it was good hunting, well, man. Well, what makes you keep coming back to it is the question. Like, the why bands. are you such a freak about it? Why did you start pigeon hunting worldwide, pigeonado, all of this shit? Tell me why. What gets you I, I amped just, up about it? They decoy so good. It's just a good yeah. duck hunt every single time you go. I've said it before, man. I'd rather go on a pigeon hunt than a good, well, 
Would you though? Whoa, dude. Would you, though? I would rather go on a pi- I'm saying it. I'm going to do it. I'd rather go on a good pigeon hunt than most mallard hunts. If it's a really good duck hunt, that's a duck mallard to hunt. Uh-oh. The boo box. I know this is going. <laughs> dude, yeah. No, dude. Now you're in the boo box. I'm going to say it. I'd rather go on a good pigeon hunt than a mediocre, well, most duck hunts. The boo box. You're in the <laughs> fucking boo box, dude. How dare you? You're yeah, ins- you're fucking insane. For I just love shooting shells in the summertime, and nothing's better, man. That's when true. It's though. hot out, and we're roasting and cow crap, and it's just like, <laughs> oh, and yeah. I'm drinking a Mountain Dew in one hand, no. and my phone's on TikTok in the other hand. Like honestly, I just don't think it gets better. But like, no, like pigeon hunting, I don't know. Now I don't go as much. I went so hard, like the first two years, four years, dude, I did it. I was it. gonna say you were doing like, that for years. I honestly am to the point now. Like, there's so many people doing it. It's tough to even find a new spot. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of just like cycling all my good spots. I go like I don't know, went probably what six times this last summer, something yeah. like that, eight times maybe, and it just hit all my good spots in a row. That's kind of where the point I'm at with that. Like, it's you hear anyone, it's you work your butt off, and the birds are already shot up when you get there or something. I mean, the place me and you hunted, the guy was like, oh, yeah, someone was hunting here, and they shot 400. Like, when I first hunted, you never heard that. No. That's why I said, I mean, I just, I'd take a good pigeon hunt over a, most duck hunts They're any really, day. They're really, really fun, though, man. I Nick Johnson was the one who introduced me to him. Mm-hmm. We're snow goose hunting. Okay, so here here's the short story. I called Nick for a goose calling instructional on how to do the quick spit. Paid him 60 bucks, yep. 50 bucks, whatever. Became instant best friends because he's a freak just like me. And then, uh, like, six months later, he's like, or no, it was like three months later, he's like, hey, man, we're going to go out to North Dakota and shoot snows. You want to come with? I'm like, sure. I've never done it. I've just, like, shot him at my cabin. <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Like, I just see him on the side of the ditch. I have permission on that field. I'm like, do, do, do. Right. You know, bought my license. And uh, then this guy like invites me out. This is like way before I know anything about social media, go out there, shoot 12 Roskies first morning, like bad hunt, whatever. But it was like, it was fun for me. Mm, just my first, that's first, a, that's a win, man. No, that's it was good fun. Hunt. It was fun, man. And then he's like, Hey, I know a really good pigeon spot over here. And we go there, man. And it was way more fun than the snow goose. Is this hunt. like the silo I've heard about? No, 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 no. This is a cattle lot. Oh, and he's like, yeah, I know this guy. I've been hunting for like 12 years. I'm like, what? And he goes up and knocks on the door. He's like, Nick, hey. <laughs> he's like, yeah, just this is where they've all been going. And so we, like, we're in lawn chairs in the middle of nowhere, and there's just literally a constant tornado, a, a pigeonado. Pigeonado, baby. A pigeonado coming pigeonado. down, and we shot three bands my first time hunting pidge. And I'm like, what in the fuck? Probably the only three bands that come out of North Dakota <laughs> ever. Well, no, there's a guy right by there who bans pigeons. Perfect. And he yelled at best. Nick on, Shut up. on the Facebook page. He's like, you're killing all my bands. <laughs> oh, my. Dude. <laughs> but, like, that was my introduction to pigeon hunting. And I think shortly after that, I met you at Burlington. Something like that, yeah. Of course, Nick convinced me to go to a calling contest. Yep. Then whatever. But it's just, like, I love how tight-knit the community is, especially here in Minnesota. Like, it's so tight-knit. Yeah, that's always my go-to thing to talk with Nick about when it's we're pigeon. out there. pigeon hunting every time. <laughs> I remember, like, back in the day, Ben Marlowe, he shot, like, an... 800 bird pigeons or like 750 Whoa. or something once with Pete Zastro. He's oh, an OG well, pigeon sense. killer. Yeah. yeah. But I remember like at, at uh, game fair at the calling con, it was like the day before or something. I was like in awe. Like that was like, I mean, the most I've ever shot was like 400 something. He shot like 800 a day. I was like, wow. Damn. 
ridiculous. Dude, it's amazing. Like, it doesn't just have to be duck or goose hunting. Like, what? You know, like, dude, the first time that Wade came here, remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we went to Louisiana, he came here to, like, do a show for Rig and Riot at Cabela's, and Game Fair was happening at the same exact time. And Joey's like, we met Wade at Cabela's. We hit it off with him. <clears throat> and Joey's like, hey, dude, why don't you just come and shoot pigeons with us? And I was just going to, like, kick silos and, like, shoot Yeah, whatever. like, it wasn't going to be, like, right. a good deal, you know? It was this just going to be, like, whatever's. right next door, yeah. right away. Really? So, yeah, dude, sick. we go there, though, and... Well, I, was was freak, I was freaking out, dude. I was like, we looked him up on Instagram, and he had, like, 15,000 followers. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, shit, we need to put him on a good shoot, right? Because we're waking up way too early in the summertime, like, well, the he had just Well, he had just won Sitka Diverge. Oh, really? Yeah, so yeah. we were like, oh, man, like... He's coming to hang out. Like That's we sick. can't screw it up. Yep. So dude, we went out and yeah, we I had was scouting pigeons. And I'm like, dude, the most I saw was like eighty pigeons in this one like cat a lot. Like, this is gonna suck. And he's gonna be like, These guys are fucking douchebags. Gosh. And we But go to out him, there, either way it was cool because like we found out too, like he never they don't hunt pigeons down there at all. They don't have them. They don't, they don't have, have cattle. Like that. So it was like he's like pigeon hunting? He's like, What the hell? So but, then we yeah. show up to this farm that I saw 80 pigeons like flying around and we show up and there's like f- consistent flocks of 80 just dumping That's on sick. our two spinners. And I think we shot like 60 to like 80 of them and we recovered like 40 of them because they were standing corn and the, we couldn't find any of dude, them. The crazy thing it. though is uh, it was pretty funny because like I couldn't believe he even like agreed to go. Because <laughs> like, like Joey's like, dude, let's take him on a pigeon hunt. And I'm like, he's not going to go, bro. Like he's here for Righam Wright at Cabela, staying in a hotel in Rogers right. that they put him up in. And you're telling me I'm going to tell this dude that we've never met. Hey, man, you want to go shoot pigeons? From Louisiana. From Louisiana. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. know what this is. Hey, man. Do you want to go shoot pigeons? I'm going to pick you up at 5.45 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> that might be the most Minnesotan thing Yo, ever oh, yeah. heard. Like, oh, honestly, yeah. Like, and dude, we I asked him, I was like, hey man, do you want to go and shoot pigeons with us tomorrow? And he's like, pigeons? Like, well, yeah. He's like, I'll go. And I was like, I'll pick you up at 5.45 a.m. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, no shit. And it was so I told fire, jo- dude. It I was told Joey, I'm like, hey dude, hunt. he's going to come. Joey's like, well, yeah, of course he's going to. I'm like, no, dude, <laughs> that's not, like, no, not of course he's going to come. Like, yeah, he's going to come. So I picked him up. Yeah, like 545 from that Rogers Hotel, met Joey. We shot a bunch <laughs> of pigeons. Wade didn't even, Wade didn't even bring a gun. So he didn't hunt. He literally just took hung pictures out. the whole time and hung out. That's cool. And it was sick, dude. It was so fun. But yeah, that was like, that was like how we hit it off with Wade. I mean, we'd already been talking to him a bunch on the phone and Instagram or whatever, but yeah, that's a dog, huh? Oh, here's Connor calling in right, right now. Cool. Um, let's see here. Dad? Connor. Hello. Hold on, let me put you on the the podcast board here. All right, Connor, say something. Hello. There he Hello. is. What's I'm up, gonna, dude? I'm going to point you What's going at on? Rust just Dad. right at Rust Dad. <laughs> Connor's yeah. Connor's I calling can, in. Connor where, Connor, where are you? I'm I'm in South Dakota right now. What? This isn't fair. Right. <laughs> this is crap. Switching yeah. me. Switching me. Yeah. <laughs> so, dude, yeah, we were just Matt saying that because Matt lived in South Dakota for a long time, and now he's back living in Minnesota, and he wants Hates to move it. back to South Dakota. I mean, I love it a lot. It's fun. Yeah. Connor, Do you never get into the draw for South Dakota then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, I have my license actually from when I lived there still this year. So 
Works out. Pretty oh, well. hey, uh, he just moved back, <laughs> so yeah, I moved. I, technically, yeah, I still a South Dakota till, resident. I live there until July, so yep. But okay. soon the lottery. Where times are you at right coming. now? What's that? Where are you at right now? Um, we're hunting different reservations here in South Dakota, so I'm kind of traveling across the state. What are you hunting for? What? Are you duck hunting? Deer. Oh, de- oh, I got you. Yeah, no, no, there was there. there was a one one day where um, I was able to join a guy for a little bit of a duck hunt because we had some fiocchi ammunition that we needed to photograph. But um, sweet, been there, man. But yeah, otherwise, Steel got, maybe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, uh, yeah, we got like four or five deer down so far. Four or five bucks. Nice, so, dude. I'm here until the 18th. We're probably gonna. Uh, we have pro- about 30 people that come through this, so hopefully we want to get them all a buck, but we'll see. Yeah, Con- so Connor's not out there necessarily hunting. He's he's out there, like, basically filming. That's awesome. For his I, company. Yeah, I so. can't beat that. Yeah, I guess it depends on your definition of um, hunting because guess, yeah. we have some straight-up noobs that come out here, and so I, they're like... Like the questions that people ask, you know, and, and me being a filmmaker, I'm usually with the person that's, you know, from some company or something like that that yeah. has never shot a deer before. And so I have to like, I'm, I'm pretty much like guiding at this point. Um, that's cool. And then filming their deer. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's cool. Sick, though. And for some of them, some of them are like, you know, long time hunters and they're very good at it. But um, yeah. Today was a good day, bro. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we got uh, two two bucks down this morning, um, and then one buck this afternoon. We didn't find the one this afternoon. Um, we got we followed a blood trail, but uh, and then we lost it once it got out of the snow. So we're gonna go back tomorrow and hopefully find it. We nice. think it was a liver shot, so it's not like gonna die right there. Yeah, but are you out west yeah. river or east river? I don't know east west Missouri River. Like how far in South Dakota I, are you? Like. I flew into Sioux Falls, and I'm going to fly out of Rapid. So I, okay, I so you're west. The, the Missouri state. River is just like the middle of the state, cut in half. Okay. That's just why I ask. Yeah. That's just a good explanation of how you're hunting. Sure. Just you hunt differently. It's a good explanation of like how South Dakota you are, too, though. No, that's what they say. Like, oh, you live West River? Oh, you live East River. Yeah. It's a good yeah. explanation. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, Connor. So okay. things are going well, though. Yeah, things are going well. That's, that's for sure. Um, the We're making a transition to the next place that we're hunting on Friday, so it should be a good time. Nice. But I uh, got, got lots of stuff on camera. Good stuff. Um, yeah, lots of lots of good bucks getting down and everything like that, so it's a good time. But, um, yeah, what have you, you guys been up to? Well, we just, we just got this podcast going a little bit ago. Um, Oh, really? The, the better question it. is, Matt, what have you been up to? Not a whole lot, you know. Just been hanging around, um, getting my house ready. I finally moved into a place to live here, so I actually have a house instead of my parents' oh, house. Oh, yeah, but, tell them the story. Uh, yeah, so renting a house from the person that owns my best pigeon hunting spot, which is kind of <laughs> cool. Weird how it all worked out living here, but so renting an old farmhouse, um, it's pretty slick. So, Dude, but tell Wait. them what happened, though. So what? like, dude, didn't isn't wasn't this the house you were telling me about earlier? That you were like, yeah, he gave you the keys to it to go look. Yeah, at so it? he gives me the keys, and the people lived there for like six years before, and uh, they had like they had lived there six years. They had six kids, and it's literally a nightmare. It, it, anyways, long story short, it's my um, 
my sister's bridesmaid is one of the like the farmers like relative or whatever and they're like oh we got a house up for rent you guys looking for a house we're like sure goes by for like two weeks and they're like oh you gotta go talk to so-and-so i'm like okay well he's the guy that gives me permission to pigeon hunt so i'm like okay cool like he's my buddy like i love the dude so uh he i, I talked to him he's like yep here's the key so they just moved out yesterday so i go in there and i'm like well i drove by it like a week ago and it was full of cars and full of stuff so I, I go in there and I open the door and literally it's a nightmare. I mean, it literally smelled like cat piss in the garage. Like that's how bad of cat piss it smelled. So we've been working on that uh, for like the last month. That's what we've been doing but every day, spending cleaning it up. And they're actually putting new uh, paint and carpet in the whole house and sprayed some like enzyme killer to kill the cat smell and got a pretty cool place to live now. Yeah, dude, Matt, Matt tells me, he's like, yeah, I called the, uh, I called the farmer and I'm like, Hey, have you been in here? Yeah. So I go pick him up. So I take him over there. He's like, Holy crap. They really didn't take care of this place. Huh? And he's like, yeah, there was a couple, there was actually one other group of people that looked at it before you and they had like blue hair and stuff. And they just said they didn't want new carpet or paint. I thought it was kind of weird. So yeah, you can have it. I know you. So we've been living there and I don't know yesterday or what was that? Two days ago. I went to take a shower in the morning, a flock of turkeys in my yard. And then uh, I scared them away, and I looked in the back, and there was some geese landing in the backyard in the field. So, can't. Complain. It sounds very similar to Joey. Literally, and he dude, that's that now. We, yeah, exactly. That's what was so funny. Joey's like, "This is my exact situation." Yeah, yeah. So yeah mine's better, but <laughs> no, I don't know. Maybe shot my little my geese in my backyard too one day by myself. Walk, parked the truck in the driveway, and walked uh, walked out there and shot my. Oh, I'm in a keys, but when we had snow, how many how many deeks did you throw out there? No, I just threw like ten dozen out. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I did. I, I mean, I literally I drove out in the field, and then I just parked it in my driveway. Right? It's like this is kind of weird. Is that not the best feeling? It is in the like world, literally. Though? I've never felt a better feeling by myself right. and my dog, and just walked out. Like I had, it's close to sea limits. So you have to walk way in the back of the field to hunt. But I, uh, yeah, just parked my truck back there, and <laughs> that's so it was awesome, pretty cool. Dude. Back that's when like we had good life. when we had good weather. Yeah. Hey, right. if you're listening, take notes, right? Just buy a house <laughs> that you can hunt out your back door. Well, not buy rent. I mean, that's same rent. Yeah, rent. Right, right Joy? Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, I'm renting. But Connor, um, when are you coming back into the Metro to film another cinematic for us? Uh, not this weekend, but next weekend. I should be back 18th. Hopefully, so. hopefully this weather we're getting pushes some stuff around. Can you Can you hear us all right over the podcast board or no? Yeah. And I, yeah, I can hear all three of you too. Like it's it's going through us. the podcast board. I'm pretty sure. That's so. yes, it is. It's badass. So I'm guessing you don't want to look at Rust Ad's ugly ass face anymore. Probably want to look at <laughs> Adonis to my left or Hey Bibi. And me. Anyway, you have you guys killed a lot of deer out there? Or no, Dude, or did you, you talk about you that left? when I was gone? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That never. Yeah. Mind. Well, that uh, never uh, hang on a second. So I I did not like. And you know, this is a pretty pretty controversial topic here, but I um, oh for sure I did not realize how much sixty five year old men like like you value <laughs> value the the amount of points that are on their deer, and how much <laughs> their worth comes from these deer that they shoot. I just what do you no, what do you mean? It has nothing to it has nothing to do with me. Oh. I it, it like. I just like I realize now that like how much they put their own worth in how big of a deer they can shoot. Of course, and it, I, I'm I'm like just baffled by it because there's like I, I I don't know I don't get it. Like I I understand you want to shoot a big buck, but like if you shoot 
a 10 point that has a broken tine. And so it's nine points and you beat yourself up about it and you let your buddies make fun of you at the table and whatever. And like, and like you're the biggest reason why everybody's making fun of you because you feel like you say you, you felt like you just got neutered. Like the, I, I don't get it. That's a weird deal though. That's why I don't do it. Here's, let me say this though too. Is this like, let me ask you like a controversial question. Are these guys that actually like actually hunt or are they guys that are like, they hunt once oh, a year yeah. on a guided trip? No, no, no. These guys, these are guys that like, they live off of venison. Like they, they will like the guy that I'm talking about went over to Africa and shot, shot a couple stuff over there or whatever. And he was such a good shot that the guide there was like, Oh yeah, we're, we want to, we were going to hire somebody to, to kill our spring bucks because we had too many. Can you just kill them for us? He killed 50 deer in a three day time period. Holy, that was um, sick. That's like a pitch grind that's of weird deer. As hell though. Like it's like a pitch grind. Okay. <laughs> Literally that is, I would do that, man. That'd be fun. That would be cool. That's creepy. So like this I'm dude, out. this dude has nowhere, like in no realm of possibility. Is he like not a man? And, and when it comes to like killing stuff and like being good with a gun or like, you know, getting out in the mountains. Sounds kind of a weird, thing. though. It's kind of and, like and he like he yeah, he woke up the next the next day after he shot this nine point. He goes, Connor, Connor, I think I need therapy. And I'm like, dude, oh my like, God. <laughs> you like I know plenty of people that have not shot a deer that big, and like <laughs> I was like, man, you got it. And it's probably because he shot so many big deer that he just doesn't want to take any small ones anymore. Mm. I guess I don't know. That's but how my it, dad is. It, it, I, Sounds weird, dude. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Know. I guess it is. It's like, kind of weird. It's like yeah. I don't know. At a certain point, are you are you just hunting for like bragging rights? Of course. Yeah. With I'm, whitetail, I'm dude. Meat. With whitetail, a lot of people are trophy. Know, though, like dude. my dad's a trophy hunter. He won't shoot anything under a ten point. That's he weird. Won't. He I won't. can't. I can't do it. I can't get behind that. It's a weird deal. Well, and and, that, and Cal, that's because you haven't done much of it at all. I bet you, if you did that True. for twenty years and you hunted and shot a doe every single season, or you know, a, a small buck every season, you would get to the point where it's just like, well, I'm not really hunting for meat anymore. I'm hunting for a trophy. If I wanted to shoot meat, I'd just shoot a doe in my backyard. Yeah, yeah maybe duck hunters do that too. Yeah. I mean, look at, like, I don't know. I want to go out and shoot hen buffle heads, and I get made fun of. <laughs> That's, like, honestly, living in South Dakota. Like, I'm from, I like, like, out there on real, like, diver duck hunting, and, uh, like, everyone just made fun of me about it. Like, I wouldn't, no one would go with me, because I didn't want to shoot mallards, you know? Same thing, though, yeah. like, I don't know, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. They got a lot of pintails around here. Yeah, really? been, well, well, what part of South Dakota are you in? Dude, we, we already figured this, this out. Yeah, West you, River, South Dakota. You left for so long. They like <laughs> <those> grasslands. <laughs> oh, you're in West River. Well, that makes I, sense. I landed in Sioux Falls. I'm taking off from Rapid City, and I'm hunting everywhere in between. Okay. So, I'm jealous. Is yeah. Nate home or is Nate out there? Nate's coming out here on Friday. Okay. So Who's Nate? He's, he's doing. He, he works for. Uh, he works for Allstate Media. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I don't he, notice. He edited. Yeah, he edits a lot of the stuff on the channel um, when I can't finish it because I'm out here. So, right, yeah. So if you've, I don't know if you've noticed, but like our channel is like pretty decently professional. Oh, absolutely. I know and uh, it's it's not because of Cal and I. It's because really? Connor is a videographer, <laughs> photographer, and That's he's awesome. actually very very good at what he does. And he's so good, in fact, that he has too much work, so we had to hire someone. Good. To work for him as well, and that's he ends awesome. up doing a lot of our Midwest Flyway stuff. Sweet, that's awesome. Because we're low budget, dude. Yeah, oh yeah. 
Because we're fucking low, low budget, no budget. Low budget, no budget, baby. <laughs> I think Leanne Chin should be a sponsor from now on. <laughs> see the cup, and I eat that like every day for lunch. So of course you do. Oh dude, my God. that's the first place I ever got a job. Yeah, dude. Okay, hold on. This is the best though. <laughs> Connor had a job at Leanne Chin, and I swear to God, I lived like two minutes from you, Connor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so every day when Connor is working, he'd be like, "Hey man, I'm bringing home sesame chicken, orange chicken." Broadway's <laughs> like, "You need to come over. We're smashing oh, Chin. I'm like, "Yes!" <laughs> so literally, yeah, like every friend, day, dude, I'd be over at his house and we'd be just crushing Chin. My buddy Pfeiffer, even now, like we'll go to Chin because I still love it, and he <laughs> always will go behind me in the line, and um, and I asked him after like six times of him like waiting for me to like pick what I wanted or whatever like I was texting somebody he's like no no I'll wait I was like why do you always go after me he goes because you always know you always know what's fresh and I'm like oh that's a really good point but yeah now I, like even to this day I'll go into the engine and I'll be able to tell what was just put out there what you know has been sitting for 20 minutes because you know freaking love that place now yeah, of there. course was it good for my metabolism no, <laughs> no. Dude, I eat like every day. It's no, I. <laughs> it's the only thing in the food court that's worth eating, and it's like the best thing ever at work. Oh man, dude, where do you I work? That at Shields. You Neen literally Prairie. asked him this already. That's okay. It's okay. It's the only thing yeah, good in the Eden Prairie Mall. Where? Which? Which Shield? Eden is Prairie, it, the new one. Mall? The new one. Yeah, it's in that uh, the Eden Prairie Mall, or whatever. You got like Subway, or I don't know. Leanne Chins is it? Yeah. Well. It sounds I like you they, got. They were all standalone stores. No, they got one of them. Oh no, all. it's the I one that has like two hundred thousand square feet or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's like the, it's just it's a, no, 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 no. They built a brand new one there, dog. That's why I moved here. Yeah, they built a new gotcha. one, Connor, and then he moved here. The one before. Are you the hunting manager there? Yeah, I okay. run all like the hunting stuff, but yeah, no, the one before was like a just a cooling store. Like, I mean, no one knew it. Right. I didn't even know there was any prairie shields really. But it they built a new one that's like it's the second biggest store. So yeah, we got dude, that saltwater aquarium and game mountain and that that old shield sucked. Yeah, like terrible. I I went in there one time because I was like you know I I went to school in Rochester yeah for college, so I was like used to that shields yeah and so I was like oh yeah I'm gonna go to shields in Eden Prairie I was by a job there I got done early and uh, yeah, they down. didn't have anything it was a major letdown. Do you get discounts on ammo? Uh yeah but ammo is like the there's just they don't. There's 1%. not a lot of money in ammo. Yeah, there's like yeah. no money in ammo. So that's not that good. Right, and it's it's going to get worse because online ammo sales are going to go away. Dude. Yeah. No, I mean, okay. we can't. We yeah. don't even have anything in stock to buy anyways for ammo. It's tough. Kind of worked at Gator right. Mountain for a while yeah. before it shut down. Yeah. It was yeah. like it was like his eight hours a week so that he could just like hide stuff in the back room and get a discount. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that, well, when they liquidated, yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, then they like liquidated. He was getting he was getting stuff that was like three hundred bucks for like twenty eight dollars. Oh my gosh, this case is ammo. Everybody, everybody did it, man. Everybody, they were like, it's like as soon as they liquidated, none of it owns, none of it goes to Gander Mountain anymore. Right. So So we all just like, yeah, we hid ammo. We like, I hid the the bow fishing bow that I have in the back room at the highest like shelf. I uh, like fishing rods and. Uh, what else did I get? I got some camo, a lot of ammo. That's where I stocked up on my ammo. But we hit it all over the place, and then once it dropped like below forty percent, the you store got started to get up. pretty cleaned out. Yeah, and so then we would we would start snagging it up. And I was able to get the steel target that I have. That was like normally one hundred twenty bucks. That was like one of the last things I went in to get because it was right in the center of the store 
underneath like a really, really heavy shelf. Oh and so I gosh. knew that that thing wasn't going to move. So I <laughs> oh got it for like $25. <laughs> That's terrible. That's amazing. That's actually. terrible. Connor. Hey, it was free game. Everybody. Stealing. So, right. oh, if they would have found it, they could have bought it. It wasn't, it wasn't anywhere <laughs> under lock and key. <coughs> no. So, rule of thumb: if you're in a store that's going to be closing soon, look under everything that makes yes. makes it terrible to to buy. One hundred percent. Yeah. Everything that's hard to move. <laughs> that's awesome. It was a common practice. Even my know. even the manager he he would did it. So hold on. So Matt, now that you still, you know, you were a resident earlier this year of South Dakota and you still are technically a resident of South yep. Dakota. Are you hunting in Minnesota? Or are you still like driving out there all the time? I, I've hunted here quite a bit. It's just a letdown like every time, but no, I've been, I, I've been doing both. <laughs> I haven't been out there a whole lot lately, early in the year, like early season honkers is awesome. Yeah. Probably on it since I've lived there for sure. The best early season. Well, dude, this, honkers. this hatch this year Unreal. was on, we didn't get flooding like we have in the last four years. Yep. It was nuts. When I lived there, like 150 bird feed is like a good feed. Like you're pretty jacked to go early goose hunting. This year is like 400, 500. Like, That's so crazy. You drive by 200. Like, I mean, it was insane how many right. honkers were there early in the year. Oh yeah. So that was cool. I don't know. It was tough. When I lived there, man, you'd ask, I mean, it was, Everyone had it in lockdown. Early season goose, dude, like the last year I lived there, I didn't even scout. Well, the last year I lived there, I got a little better. But the year before, I didn't even waste my time. I saved my money. Really? Going for later in the year. Yeah, it just wasn't worth it. Yeah. Why? Because everyone had it locked down? Or locked there down. Just wasn't it, enough wasn't, it wasn't great. I mean, I'd spend, I don't know, $300 on gas to have a field and opener that was with 80 birds in it. Like, not worth my time. Yeah, that's not good. So, okay, so being a competition duck caller, are you more, like, would you rather shoot ducks or would you rather hunt geese? I would honestly rather hunt honkers because to me, ducks are like a letdown because like, it's like I could shoot <laughs> pigeons all I want. Like, honestly, it's how I think, literally. I Don't get me wrong. I love shooting ducks. Weirdo. I love calling honkers. Like, that's the way they decoy is what does it for me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's why I, I like shooting honkers. I, if I was going to go shoot ducks, I'd just go pigeon hunting. Well, but if, I can't if you're really going to shoot ducks, would you in a field or on water? Um, I like both. I get bored of one thing, I think. Like, I don't know if I go on like three field duck hunts in a row, I kind of like the challenge of water. Like when you get them on water, it's pretty tough to beat. I feel like it's a right thing to hunt them in a field, but really you think that's like the traditional. Yes. And no, I mean, I think the traditional ways to hunt them over water in some sense, like big water mallards, like doing that. It's really fun. Right. I don't, I don't know. I'm, hey, I, I got a question for you. What's up? Um, uh, so normally we say like, what's a crazy hunting story, but it, it always ends up just talking about some time that you pooped yourself in the field. So have you pooped yourself in the field? Uh, yeah. Have you ever <laughs> shit yourself in a field? <laughs> no, I have not. So, so what's your craziest hunting story? Though? Oh man, I'm trying to think. Okay. Let me just preface this too. Like a lot of guys will tell a story that's not necessarily like a crazy hunt, but that's something batshit crazy happened. I shot a banded duck on a boat launch. I think that's like my biggest one. Oh, yeah, one yeah, ever. yeah, yeah. Like tell, I literally, tell. we drove up to this lake. It was the day before the last day of the season in South Dakota. Uh, we were driving out to this lake, and uh, I saw a bunch of snow geese landing out in the lake, and we were driving up to go scout it, whatever. And we were driving up there, and the whole, to be fair, I mean, the whole lake is like public land, basically. Like, it's all WPA or whatever around it. So we're driving up there, and like, there was a shoreline. It was like the day before last day of the season. We were just scouting for ducks. We had everything with us, actually, like some silhouettes and some duck floaters, like just in case, like we were scouting and got bored. And uh, 
we kicked out like 2,000 mallards and we ended up like being right at this boat launch. And then there was like 30,000 snow geese on the end of it, whatever. Um, but when we drove up there, they all, they all flew away. And I'm like, you know what? Like before we, the, it was like noon. I'm like, before we should go scout, let's just set up on these ducks and ended up uh, hunting and, and uh, we set up and it was actually the day a couple duck hunters died in South Dakota. If you remember that, like three years ago. Um, uh, did Boss Shot Shells post that? No, that's a different one, which okay. I almost died in that lake too, which is terrible. But yeah, no, that, uh, um, yeah, no, a couple of duck. It was like weather. Su- it was super nice out. Like I remember that day I scout, like, so I set up, it was literally, uh, like a, a, a beach and I, I set, I didn't have a blind or anything. I set up, um, some silhouettes around me and I just laid in them and we put duck photos out. I honestly, I thought I'd shoot divers. So I was like, whatever, let's sit here and shoot divers so we can scout for ducks. And, uh, we're out there and like right away we had a couple good flocks of divers coming. We had like, I don't know, five ducks between me and a buddy and we were pretty pumped. Well, then all of a sudden, like the weather switched directions and it just got disgusting. And every decoy we had blew into shore. It was so windy out. Our weights weren't holding them down. And these ducks were just rolling over us. I don't know, 10,000 mallards probably from the back rolling over us and uh, they fly out away. And I'm sitting there calling at him, calling at him. My buddy's like, nothing was decoying. My buddy's like, I'm going to go scout. I'm like, that's cool. I'll sit here and see if these come back, whatever. And literally 10,000 ducks fly over me. Not one wants to work. My buddy leaves in his truck. It was so wickedly cold. I started out with, like, with a quarter zip on. And I had like one little jacket because I didn't think it was going to get cold out. And uh, I'm laying there just freezing to death. And all of a sudden... I'm calling, calling. One duck just breaks out of all these and just like, just, I just vividly remember it circling and uh, it comes right in and I shot it as a green head. My only duck I've shot banded and uh, it was just, it was just like special. Like the second to last day of season, I grinded hard and kind of got my butt kicked the whole year. And I went out there and grabbed it and it was past my waders actually. And it rolled over like trying to dive and I saw its leg. I literally just reached right in the water and just, just over my waders and grabbed it and then went back to shore and, I don't know. My buddy's phone was dead. His truck was about out of gas. And I hid the, I, I threw the duck in like the grass. So he didn't see it. And when he no. got back, I'm like, I didn't shoot anything. I'm like, I'm just kidding, man. I pull a duck out. I'm like, dude, oh look what I gosh. shot. It was pretty sick by myself. Like That's you can't amazing. make it up. And it was dude. at the boat launch at a boat launch. Like literally at like, like, like literally like the boat launch is here. The I beach set up next to the boat launch, where right next to the boat launch. Yeah. Literally like That's I parked my awesome. truck in the boat launch parking lot. <laughs> How old was the duck? Um, I think it was like four or five from that Ballard County, Kentucky, where a lot of them come from. Sure. But still pretty cool nonetheless. That's really cool. That's dope. That's badass, dude. I, I literally that. like cried, like looking at the sunset. I was like just tearing up. Like this is a sick. I'm just sitting <laughs> like, I don't need to shoot another bird like the rest of the year. I was oh, over totally. it. So what was that time then that you were going to say that you almost died in that lake? Oh, no. So different like Bitter Lake. That's where uh, Bitter Lake. That's where that guy died, uh, the boss shot shells guy. Yeah, Tony. Uh, Tony Diaz, maybe something. I don't remember. Not sure the last. I don't know name. his name. Probably not. Larson. Tony Larson, I think. Mm-hmm. About mm-hmm. positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that lake is a, is it's a beast, man. Um, where actually, is that lake? It's uh, northeastern South Dakota. Uh, bitter. We went up there. I heard what, it was Nick Roberts Syme. County. Yeah. Really? No. Nah, Day County. I can't remember. It's, it's oh, just okay. in the middle of all yeah, the lakes yeah. by like Webster. So. Uh, the weather was supposed to be naughty. I had my my old fishing boat. <laughs> just always naughty, naughty. is yeah, a descriptive word. <laughs> it was like a 20-mile-hour northwest wind, and Nick Syme was out hunting with his buddies in South Dakota. And like I said, I used to guide with him, and I hadn't hunted with him in like three years. I was like, he, he's out there. I'm like, dude, let's get on a diver hunt together. That's what we love to do. We shoot divers. I'm like, let's go hunt bitter. It's loaded. We'll kill him. When we get out there, I got my 16-foot boat. It's like blue carpet, literally a fishing boat. But I'm like, it'll get us out to the spot. It got so windy out that literally, like, 
we, we drove out there. It was nice. And the wind picked up so much. He literally looked at me. He's like, this isn't good. Like, I mean, we pulled around the corner. I remember we, we, we were setting up in their spot and we had our boat pulling the beach and mm-hmm. there was like ha- like a half an inch of ice on my whole boat, like the whole motor from the waves crashing on it. And God. I had to hit my motor with a hammer in order to break the ice to get the electric start. And it was no, by no means a duck hunting boat. And uh, we ended up getting that. As soon as we came around the corner, the wind, the waves were just so big. I mean, they were like just about over the front of the boat. Like, I mean, I've, it changed how I like duck hunt over water. <laughs> Definitely makes me scared. And it, and it was the same yeah. place the next year. I think the guy died out there if I remember right or whatever. I, and I, I just get it. Other guys have died out there. It's, mm-hmm. a it's one of those lakes and there's just islands all over and f- much farm equipment. And do you, do you think it's because, uh, there's no trees in that area? And so that when the wind picks up, it picks up quick and hard. It's, I, I don't know. It's just something different about it. You just feel like you're kind of like hidden, but you're not as soon as the wind Is it comes a deep around. Lake? I think there's deep spots, but it's a lot of shallow stuff. Like it goes really deep in one part of the lake, but gets really shallow in the other part. So did you feel comfortable going out on that lake? And I went once the wind picked day, up. Yeah. And then we were like, we, we hunted close to the lake because we knew it was going to get windy out like to the boat launch. But when we came around this corner, it just like hit us. And it was like, mm. it was a miracle. My motor started in the whole first place. It was, we shouldn't have been out there. And you know, I learned my lesson. Yeah, it was scary. I, I, I mean, that was the day I had the poop emoji costume on. You remember that? You ever oh, see the poop emoji co- we shot dude. like so. Yeah, but we were so Why? wavy out. Our decoys literally, you could like the only thing we shot were like spoonies. They were the only thing that would decoy because we had mojos and the waves were so big, no ducks could see our decoys. <laughs> we shot spoonies and that was it. And it was like dude. this. This is not worth. What it. were you wearing? Uh, poop emoji costume. <laughs> it's one of my favorite videos ever. It was it was a memory I'll have forever with Nick. It was fun. It was a good day. You know, when we post that this video is going or that this uh, podcast is going up, I need you to send me that video and we're going to put it on our Instagram. It was from Halloween that year. That was uh, when Dex was a baby. I had Dex as a taco and I was a poop emoji costume. Oh my, oh my god can't yeah, make it up. I, i'm gonna you hunted in a poop emoji costume well i brought it with i didn't really hunt in it but the pictures got me in at the end dude okay you have a picture of you with oh, it yeah, on oh, all right yeah, that's yeah. gonna be our, Holding, our story like, photo. two blue bills and a spoonie <laughs> oh my it god brutal. it was brutal <laughs> hens oh uh probably yeah oh unbelievable god can't make it up poop emoji costume you're too much man i know i know it's probably not probably not bad for the you know Blend in probably just fine. <sighs> Goodness gracious, man. So, Connor, are you having fun? I am having fun. Is I mean, yeah, it's it's a weird, different kind of fun because, you know, it's it's hunting fun. Wake up at 4.30, go to bed at 8.30 kind of a thing. But it's And it's a grind because it's freaking two weeks long, but well, it's good. Well, you love the fact that you're going to bed at 8.30, though. Yeah. Don't pretend. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do. I do switch my phone on to Do Not Disturb, so you guys can't text me with some weird facts late at night and perfect oh yeah because we normally because we normally do that yeah yeah dude the tiktok that you sent me today i just i about lost it i think we should play that right now for all the listeners because that no, song dude. is hilarious no <laughs> no we're not gonna play the tiktok right. that i sent you pretty funny though i got a good laugh <laughs> at it it's amazing i was, the, uh, I was on the side of a hill watching like and i got that text message so i threw my airpod in and i watched it and i like could not stop laughing that like <laughs> the the client that i had next to me was like looking at me like what what's going on? like she thought i was crying like because i was just like 
I turned over and was just like seizing <laughs> next to me because I didn't want any deer to hear me. And like this buck is coming over top of the ridge at the same time, and I'm just like, yeah, it was it was rough. Dude, did that you kill is the so buck? Did you kill the buck at least? Uh no, we did not. It was like 800 yards away. And and forgive no. me if you guys already talked about this. Are you targeting muleys or whitetail? Whitetail. Uh, we we can whitetail mainly. We some people have muley tags, but that's at the next place that we're gonna be. Mm. So we'll we'll head out there. Are and, some of these people the like there. going place to place with you guys, or is it mostly like, hey, we're yeah. like hosting these people, then they leave, then we go to the next place. Now we're hosting these people, then they leave. Yeah, so I got here on Friday, and we had three people show up, three hunters show up with uh, the two hunters that I came with, so five hunters total. And then next, and then on uh, Saturday, another guy showed up. Sunday, two people left. Um, Monday, two more people left, and three people came. And so it's just like rotating in and out. And mm-hmm. then there's three people that, like, three hunters they're they're outdoor writers they write for like american hunter and stuff yeah and they uh it's just a magazine if people don't know um and they will like go with us to the different places and shoot different okay. types of guns and because there's different manufacturers that are coming out with new guns that are being tried here and then like um new like optics and stuff that we that i'm taking pictures for and whatever so got it that makes sense yeah that's cool, man. Gotta get those catalog photos, you know. Right. And it looks like just the pictures that you put on your Instagram at Connor Olstad, um, it looks like the perfect place to yeah. take catalog photos. It's the Badlands, man. It's it's good stuff. It looks cool as shit. Now yeah. I'm not gonna lie, it's, you look like you could use a shower. Okay. Yeah, I, I definitely can, yeah. Yeah. You sure. look bad. You look not at your best, let's say that. <laughs> One out of ten. I do need a haircut. I got my COVID hair going on right now. Dude, look at me. I just got my haircut. Mm, looking fresh. Yikes. All right. Well, right before we're about to shut down again, I think the, yeah. I think Minnesota is going to shut down again. Fucking I think so. COVID. Dude, I heard that happen. too. Someone's like, "Oh yeah, Shields might go down again." I'm like, I'm, I'm moving to South Dakota. Like, it's just going to happen. Well, Christy, yeah. no. Did you? If I can just pick up my house now and my the, this where I'm at, just move it to like outside right. Sioux Falls. Matt, did you have to, like, was there any kind of interruption at all at Shields in South Dakota? In Sioux Falls? No, not at all. I worked the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to wear a mask just because, like, a corporate thing. But, oh, yeah. No, I never. Right. It, it did get a little weird, you know? Like, it was kind of like an eerie feeling when, like, when everything was going down, the only thing busy was ammo. This is like, oh, man, this really isn't going good. That's fucked up. <laughs> but, yeah. no, it's, yeah. uh. Nothing in the store selling except for just cases of ammo flying off the shelf. And then it started to switch, and then everyone started buying fish and stuff because, I mean, that's something you could do is go do stuff, you know. So, But, no, they've been open yeah. the whole time. So, I don't know if Minnesota is going to, like, shut down again. I, I just think they're going to crack down pretty hard and like, going out. And Did you not you know. hear his mandate? Well, yeah, but that's just more about, like, going out to bars. Like, you can't be out past 10 p.m. You can't at have bar. Thanksgiving dinner. Well, so. you can't have Thanksgiving dinner. It's, <laughs> there's no more than 10 people per household. It's like, man, listen. Okay, but let's be yeah. honest. Like, how many people are really going to not have Thanksgiving dinner with 20 people? Well, that's the thing, though. It's and the, he said it's he's the not, principle. Yeah. That's the point. What's the point of a rule? If, yeah. I mean, they're going to they're gonna say all this stuff, but I don't know if, like... I mean, you can't tell people not to have Thanksgiving dinner with their families. It's their choice. My thing so. is, like, what... Co- there's. I don't think there's one cop in the world that's going to walk up and say, yeah, you guys have to break no. this up. Yeah. Just Dude, why a- did you move here? 
Why? Because uh, my family's here. Uh, I'm for, Liz, honest, the biggest thing was, one, they built a new Shields in Eden Prairie. Like, I don't know, that's kind of cool. There's, there'll be nowhere else in Minnesota. Like, I'm from here. I'm from Farmington, a, Lakeville. Um, so it just worked out good. Liz is from Sioux Falls. She's always wanted to move to the cities. It was really bad timing. Like, nothing like moving back and wanting to show Liz places and you can't go anywhere or do right. anything, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's tough. But what do you do? It was good. I don't know. I'll never it was good. Back. He's already never, saying it was good. I'll never regret coming here. I don't know how long I'll be here. I might be here for a while, but maybe I won't. Never know. No, you might. You guys might see uh, Rust Dad in one of our cinematics. Who knows? Yeah, let's do it. Pigeon hunting dog. Let's do it. <laughs> there you go. No, <laughs> Rust Dad. Pigeon hunting. Connor, uh, Rust Dad is actually, for real, one of the best duck callers I've ever heard in person, and then also a very, very good goose caller. But the funny part is, though, we asked him earlier on the podcast when you weren't here if he, well, he said he he didn't even he wasn't even prompted. He said that he would take a good pigeon hunt over a mallard hunt. I'm gonna get beat up for that. Yeah, right, no, guys? I was here. He was oh, talking you were about here. how he'd rather <laughs> goose hunt. Yeah, the <laughs> bull box. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. I know guys that'll hate on me for it, but I don't know. I have a I have a tough time like. I, shooting 251 pinches by myself with Liz in an afternoon and my fingers are bleeding from jamming shells in my gun. Like I just, I just, I live for it. Like I do it. There Sounds is something terrible. special about a really good pigeon on Connor. Remember that video? I, uh, tried editing up and it wasn't a very good video. <laughs> I wonder why. Um, which one? <laughs> which, uh, yeah, which, yeah, which, which one? Good. That's yeah. a good, that's right. a good one, Connor. Well, fuck the one you. in Wisconsin or the one in, uh, the one in Wisconsin, <laughs> the one in Wisconsin. That's a really good one. Connor. No, it, like Russ Ed and I shot 102 pigeons that we retrieved. And I found the spot that morning <laughs> and he found the spot that morning. He literally called me at what? 11 AM. And he's like, dude, you need to come out here. I was like, fuck it. I'll go. Can I tell a story? I think go I ahead. remember that because I think you, I think you called me too to come with you. And I right. couldn't go. To film it. No, Matt, tell the story. So like literally I went, I, I, I was out scouting that morning and I was going to take my dog. I want to take my dog on a field hunt, like an Fine. easy field hunt just for him to get ready for the year. And, uh, I asked permission on the field that was loaded, but freaking Amish owned it. So we got totally screwed by that. They're like, Oh no, uh, we, uh, <laughs> actually have people that chop them to eat them and pay us money or something stupid. So I don't know exactly how if that's how it went, but it was it was it was bad. Amish owned it. I went up there to their, their fruit stand to go ask permission. Oh my god! And so they tell me no, but I was on my way back and I was kind of mad. I took some weird roads and found this like this this feed with like two hundred in it, and I was kind of I was kind of like whatever. I don't really want to hunt a good feed by myself, so I kept it in my pins and I got home and I'm like, man, I really want to hunt this afternoon. So I texted Joey. I'm like, if I got permission on this, would you go? So I literally call this guy like three times, doesn't answer. And he just texts me back, go ahead. I was like, <laughs> okay, like for the pigeon spot or like, uh, like tomorrow, today. He just says, go ahead. I was like, okay. So I drive, I text Joey. I'm like, we're good to go. So we drive back there and talk to the farmhand and he's like, okay. But yeah, I know we went out and shot a bunch of pigeons that afternoon. We got there and Joey was working. So he had to get there from work and. Dude, I got there at 2 p.m. Yeah, and they were and already just everywhere. Dude, they're everywhere. It was freaking disgusting, man. It, I felt gross. Like, I walk into this cattle pen, there's, like, this farmhand there, and he's like, here, let me help you get into the let me help you get into the pen. And I'm already carrying a chair, a 20-gauge, a bunch of shells in a sleeping bag. I, like, I have a sleeping bag cover that I bought from Shields <laughs> from, from Matt. <laughs> 
And I'm like, okay, Matt needs 12 gauge shells. I need 20 gauge shells. I just brought like a collage of shells into like this sleeping bag holder. And I brought a mojo and I don't know what else I brought, but I couldn't even bring the camera. And then we have like 50 some pigeons down. I'm like, bro, I got to go back there and <laughs> get the freaking GoPro because this is just disgusting. Like I didn't have enough hands to carry everything out there. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good day. We found like a like a weird thing to sit under. We yeah, had we no, had no hide. zero hide. We sat no under like a, a back scratcher for a cow. <laughs> and then remember, it was all full of like the it was full of like the, the mosquito insect. Yeah. And I kept rubbing my head on it. <laughs> Dear God, that's what we were hiding under, dude. <laughs> okay, so Alex Templeton on Instagram always has it on her thing. She's like, "This is how I keep the flies off of our cows." And these cows walk under this little gate with like this little stupid stuff that comes out and they have liquid that goes in through the top. And when the cows walk under it, they have like a uh, fly proof. It's like um, permethrin essentially for sure. flies, you sure. know? And Russ Ad is like brushing it with his head. And I'm <laughs> like, bro, that is not good for you. Yeah. <laughs> now, does that explain a lot about you? I probably yes. like licked one of those before not knowing it. Like, oh, this tastes good. Oh my Dude. God. Well, fellas, I, uh, I got to roll because I had not eaten dinner yet. So All right, I'm going to go. All right, bud. It's a uh, pleasure chatting with you. I will definitely come, uh, come down there and bug you at shield. So. Perfect. We'll see you buddy. Bye. Bye Connor. We love you. Oh, oh okay. Well, hung up on us. So hey. Russ said, why don't you go over why the hunting here in Minnesota has sucked for oh, the last man. like week and a half. Yeah. Weeks. What week and a half? Well, yeah. we went from having snow and cold. Like everyone thought the season was going to be over. No, we got here where we are right now. We got eight inches of snow mid October. Yeah. Two, what? Two, three weeks ago. And it was like, Oh, everyone was like, it's, it's going to be over. Everything was freezing starts. up. Everything. Yep. So, uh, went from eight inches of snow and, what 20 degrees out 20 some degree it was everything was frozen and then uh went to 60 degrees and no wind no nah, dude it was sunny 75 every, one day seven oh, man i think that was a day i tried to hunt of course too like oh it's gonna oh, be yeah. good i think maybe not <laughs> yeah naturally you were like oh this is the perfect day it was just loaded with honkers too like i, I honestly was scouting i didn't even think about it really like it was a chisel plowed cornfield like 75 degrees out full and it, moon. i was scouting yeah full on top of it a yeah. full mood and i'm yeah. not even thinking about it like i'm just gonna go out you know and I, i'm scouting they're all going in there i didn't look at the shooting time i didn't even look what time they were coming in there but it was definitely after shooting time we had like 500 honkers in the field like ugh, get this like 30 come it during shooting time the first flock comes off the lake and there's they're following it and they're coming to us and there's not an ounce of wind and uh i they're coming they're coming i'm like kind of getting excited and Literally, all of a sudden, a farmer behind us, like 150 yards behind us in the field behind us, comes with his tractor, starts, com course. he's combining his cornfield as these things, the first flocks are coming at us with eight minutes left of shooting time. He parks his combine and fills his, uh, what are they, the bin, or their, uh, the, what are they, the, the grain cart, a gra they fill a grain cart, whatever, right next, like 150 yards behind us, dust going everywhere, the first flock just flies away, and they all followed it, and then had like a flock come with at shooting time, we sky busted like one, it sucked. But God, it's just everywhere. Everywhere you're here right now is chisel plowed cornfields with no wind. Dude, there's something about October in Minnesota that's so hard because at the beginning of October, there's always a full moon. And that's right after our duck opener. And then at the end of October this year, we had a blue moon. So it's like it's a full moon, but at the same time, mean? well, it doesn't happen a whole lot. So like it's an idiom, if you know what an idiom is. It's like a phrase. 
Explain like to me a, an idiom. Like, so give like, me another one. An idiom is, uh, oh, you can't, you can bring a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Okay. You know, it's like, so say you I have a, say right. you have a son and you. I'm going to look up idiom right now. <laughs> yeah. So say you have a son. It's just like a common phrase that's used. I don't know. <laughs> Matt, Matt's Damn. looking it up right now too. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. So like, say, say you have a son and you're like, Hey, I built this company for you. You're going to take it over. And he just fucks it up. Right. And you're like, okay, well, I brought the horse to water, but he's not going to drink. Now he's going to starve. Now he's going to No, die. I get I get the phrase. Right. That's an idiom. Oh, yeah. So here it is. A group of words established by usage as as having a meaning not deducible from those individual words. So like the examples are raining cats and dogs or oh, so I saw the right. light. I'm not I'm not <laughs> dumb here. Okay. <laughs> but like a, once in a blue moon, you've heard that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, that only yeah. happens once in a blue moon. So like a blue moon only happens oh, like every yeah, four so. to six years, I think. Probably, I, probably I the day I was goose hunting. Right. Most likely that right. day. So like <laughs> yeah, two, sure. moon, two full moons in a in a month is very rare. Sure. And so that's when a blue moon happens. Gotcha. And so it's it's less dark, but like that's a migration point for birds. However, you know, if we have such warm weather, there's no food, there's no open water, whatever, they're just gonna blow right through us. And Minnesota's already a fly by state or a fly fly through state for birds, I feel like. So did you guys hear about the birds that died in Iowa? No. No. Uh, I saw this on Facebook. I think today, uh, gosh, who shared it? Someone shared it. Apparently, like 200 ducks got hit in the highway with the snowstorm yesterday because the bird, what? it was like bluebills, mallards, and gadwall, and some other duck. 200 ducks got hit by cars on a certain highway because it, it was all full of slush. So they were migrating with this, whatever weather, with that weather front or whatever happened. Whatever happened. Um, and like 200 ducks got hit by cars on one stretch of road yesterday. Wow. Cause it, yeah, they were land. It was like bluebills and mallards. So they were saying there must've been some, some good push yesterday or something. So what? La- yeah. Last gosh. where, and where was that in and, Iowa? And this was Woodbury County, Iowa. So North, uh, Northwest Iowa. Really? I'm going to look it up on Google quick. That's, That's interesting. So central flyway. Yep. Kind of in the middle. Of, yeah. That's crazy, man. That's no, weird. it's uh, I don't like Russ said. I don't know if you were hunting in. Uh, have you hunted a whole lot this year? I haven't really seen too much. I've hunted a bunch. I just don't post a lot, whole ton anymore. Right. I've hunted. I don't know, probably thirty times. It's because he's famous now. Thirty times. He's just tired of all the people. No, I just where I hunt, like where I live now, especially like if you post a picture, they know where you're at. So I just don't do a whole lot. But and I, it, honestly, work has been the as busy I've ever been in my life. So. Mm. Trying to keep up at work has been tough. Sure. Yeah, here we go, right here. Um, waterfowl dead after landing on northwest Iowa roads mistaken for wetlands. What? Hmm. Because uh, they were so slushy? The, the Iowa DNR said hundreds of migratory birds were struck and killed by cars in northwest Iowa after landing on wet parking lots and roads after they likely mistook marshes and for, mistook for marshes and wetlands. That's crazy. That's, I'm kind of mad at Iowa, dude. You guys, they've had a crazy year, man. Did you Get hear about together, what happened bud. in Cedar Rapids with the with the huge winds? Oh yeah, the yeah, land yeah, tsunami. Yeah. They had like uh, seven million acres of corn get blown over by a windstorm. It was like a hundred and seventy mile an hour windstorm, and I heard about it because I'm a contractor. But like, there is not a single roof. There was not a single 
roof on any home or building in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, because they had a 170 mile an hour windstorm come through Iowa and it knocked over all of their cornfields. And everyone was scared because it was going to be like a baited situation, but the DNR classified it as not baited. Oh, really? Mm hmm. That was where Kamala said that does floods, right? Was it <laughs> yeah. floods that hit she over said, there? Fl- she said floods, but it, was days, ac- but it was actually windstorm. Yep. So that Iowa's that had a rough mind. year. Iowa's had a rough year, man. That blows my mind, dude. No, but I, Just I think crashing into divers. Yeah, I think they must. In the, I mean, I what's the moon right now? I'm not sure. I mean. I, you, a uh, waning gibbous, probably. <sighs> they must have just, I don't know, but you know, the, so it was much sweat slushy. Stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I really paid attention in science class, actually. Science, <laughs> history, Got English a D, class. But he passed all <laughs> no. the tests. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I aced science class. Every Which, what year. classes did you fail? Um, Math. Chemi- chemistry. Math. Math. <laughs> and then. Chemistry is science, by the way. Yeah, well, I mean, that was... I, And then I elected to go to environmental science, and I crushed it. How to yeah. fix a skylight? The AP. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude. No, I crushed that. I crushed that one, too. Unbelievable. Well, Cal, you're going to have a lot of fun editing this episode. Oh, I have so much editing to do. This is fun. Thank you. Yeah. Fun. You have fun? You have fun? I had a lot of fun. All right, good. I can't wait to get you... I want to get you on a hunt around here because it. it gets really fire at the end of November yep. and December, and it's literally out in my backyard. Same. Let's do it. There's a field. You that take no one me in my back in your backyard. I'll take you in my backyard. <laughs> there you go. I love that. Well, thanks, guys. Matt, thank you so much for coming, man. We really appreciate it. Looking forward to having you on again soon, especially now that you're living in Minnesota. Let's and do sounds it. like you're gonna stay here for a little bit. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. No, we'll definitely do it again. <laughs> it's fun. We'll definitely do it again soon. So, guys, make sure you check us out on our other channels as well. Check us out on YouTube. We have some new hoodies for sale, so you can get those at MidwestFlyways.com slash shop. Boom. And we'll see you soon.